we're certainly not afraid to invite an expert from our own industry, even competitors. It was it was surreal to see Joe Rogan and your name kind of in the top five list. It was like, what? I guess I would have three tips. So there's three tips to grow your podcast. And I'm talking skin hanging off. You could see a bone. I mean, it was it was bad. I don't know how to explain this. It was just one of those weird paranormal, I don't know how to explain it situations. Welcome to Lessons from a Podcaster a show where we interview podcasters from all around the world and ask them to share their tips, insights, stories, and everything you need to know to grow your own podcast. This show is brought to you by PodSqueeze, the essential tool for any podcaster that wants to take their show to the next level. Let's get started with our host, Tiago. Hello, Lee. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Excited to be your guest. Yeah, me too. I think we'll learn a lot from you. Let's start with our already classic uh, pitch. So let's say you meet someone in the elevator. They ask you about your podcast. What is it all about? What do you answer? For business leaders and executives and entrepreneurs who are struggling with time management and spending way too much time in meetings or way too much time with their head in books, only to discover that they're not getting the best meaning or the best content from those materials, the Agile Dad Daily Stand-Up Podcast is an outlet where you can spend 15 minutes a day or less learning about topics that are relevant or important to you in small, bite-sized chunks. Unlike other storytelling podcasts or elongated podcasts that don't get straight to the point, our podcast takes you exactly where you need to be with a psychology-based, pragmatic approach to solving real-world problems. That's amazing. Uh, I can see that you are an expert in in doing uh, the, this introduction. And we were just chatting a little bit about, about the pod, and you just told me a really interesting story about how Amazon is actually using your podcast in, in their own kind of gatherings and meetings. Uh, would you care to share a little bit uh, about that? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So, so it, it started with Amazon, but it's now several companies. And one of the things that they discovered, everyone knows Amazon started as a book company. And uh, over time, they had a tradition, a book club, if you will, where each week they would uh, check in and read chapters from a book. And what wound up happening was some of the people who were reading the book got disfranchised or they didn't like the book or whatever the case may be. And they found that the numbers were dwindling. So we're trying to find a way to rekindle uh, the fire, if you will, kindle <laughs> fire. Anyway, they were trying to rekindle the fire underneath what they were trying to do. And uh, what they wound up doing is they discovered the podcast. They had some folks, we had a coach there and they discovered the podcast. And they said, from here on out, we're going to pick a topic that's relevant. And uh, we're going to let you go and research that topic on the podcast. And there's over 950 episodes. So they would choose one of the episodes, one of the short episodes or two, and they would listen to it and they would report back once a week on a Wednesday. So many organizations are replacing traditional book clubs or traditional uh, research centers of excellence with, hey, let's go listen to the podcast and get a short bite episode. And then they would report back which episode they listened to and what their key takeaways were. So now this meeting has become much shorter, but it's become much more relevant because it's allowing people to do that research so they can have personal growth without spending an enormous amount of time doing it each week. That is really, really smart. Uh, I think for me as an audio person, someone that loves podcasting, and it's really hard for me to read books. So that's why I never joined a book club. But a podcast club, that's a great idea. And 
So now you have a huge impact with your uh, your podcast. How many lis listeners or downloads do you have per episode at the moment? Wow. We're averaging anywhere from eight to 10,000 downloads per episode. And <laughs> I know it's pretty crazy. crazy. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we, we were just awarded in 2022, one of the top five business podcasts on Spotify. So that was pretty cool. And wow. it was quite an honor. It was, it was surreal to see Joe Rogan and your name kind of in the top wow. five list. That it was like, what? That feels amazing. Let, it, was, it was just surreal. That's that's uh, we see this and and we say oh how lucky but that's definitely a lot of work behind it right? Do you still remember your first episode? How everything started? What was going through your mind? Uh, do you still remember those days? I remember the first episode. So the first episode was funny because I kept getting asked the same question every time I would go out on an engagement. The name of my company is Agile Dad. Yeah, People it. would ask, where did that name came from? You know, where, where did that come from? How did that come about? Uh, and I think the irony is that I have a ton of coaches that work for me and almost all of them are female. So the name didn't necessarily suit the branding, didn't necessarily suit the people right. who were working there. <laughs> so it was an interesting feat, but what it boiled down to was uh, we had one of our larger clients come up to us and say, you have a habit of giving us the advice that we really don't want to hear. So it's almost like you're a father and we're a teenager and you're giving <laughs> us that advice and, and we don't want to hear it, but we know you're right. But at the right. same time, we won't admit it. And it's kind of funny, but that's how the name stuck. But every time I got a new engagement or a new client, people had questions about the logo or questions about the name. So the very first episode was how Agile Dad got its name. <laughs> Amazing. It's, it's a great story. Let, let's get more into the, the nerdy stuff, the thing that the yeah. pod, podcasters need, uh, but maybe not necessarily mm -hmm. want to think too much about, which is the tech stack and, and the stack to like go from idea to publishing the episode. Tell me everything. Okay. So from idea to publish. So ideas are the easy part for me. So uh, we have a combination of outlets for ideas. Everything from Ask the People to uh, Keywords Everywhere, these are tools that we use. And basically what it does is it allows us to take relevant topics or hot topics and we plug it in and see how much traction you're getting through Google. So uh, on the back end, we use, so we use a tool, it's a paid service, it's expensive, but we, but we use it to see what people are searching for. So we'll pop in a topic that we think might be relevant, and then it gives you the different questions. So say who, what, where, when, why, how on a wheel, right? and then it'll show you which ones are getting the most traction. Then from there, we can use that to formulate a catchy hook. And then we'll take that, and uh, that's how we do our idea generation. We'll create a list of ideas. Then once we have the list of ideas, we'll uh, couple that with any experts who may have insight on an idea. We're certainly not afraid to invite an expert from our own industry, even competitors, to come in and do podcast episodes with us because it helps grow the audience. They hear what we have to say. We hear you know, their audience right. will come and listen to us. And it's just it's a win-win situation. So we start with that for ideation. Once we have the ideas, we vet those out. We use a tool called Jira, J-I-R-A by mm -hmm. Atlassian. And uh, that's where we keep our backlog of all the things that we'd like to do, all the ideas, all the episodes. And then as we take it through recording, in general, I'm going to let you in behind the scenes here for a second. In Great. general, record we record every Friday. <laughs> we record five episodes on a Friday. Five episodes so, uh, on a Friday. Wow, that's a busy Friday. Yeah. Well, it's each one's 15 minutes or less. So right. it, it takes roughly it takes roughly about a half day to get all the episodes recorded, to get any post editing in, to do anything that we need to do uh, with regard to tooling and get it all posted. 
Uh, as far as equipment is concerned, I'm using a MacBook Pro. I have a Logitech camera. I also have a Sony digital camera for live feed broadcast. And of course, the famous Blue Yeti microphone. Oh, yes. uh, <laughs> so, so that's the hardware. But uh, once we get everything out of JIRA, then we go in each Friday and we record directly to uh, Spotify for podcasters. Okay. So, our, uh, so our format is Spotify. Okay. And currently, we just recorded episode 965. Wow. That's, so uh, that's we're in something. season three, 965. So <laughs> that's, that's great. So you only use uh, Spotify. So you, where can we listen to your podcast? Is it only on Spotify or do you share in other platforms? No. We share via RSS feed to multiple okay. platforms all over. Uh, so we are on everywhere from YouTube to iHeart to TuneIn to Spotify to anywhere you listen, Spreaker, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find our podcast. Our podcast okay. will definitely be Got there. It. But I think the most important part is what happens after that. Tell me. After <laughs> we go in and we track the podcasts that are doing the hottest, the ones that get the most traction with our listeners. And uh, we have this amazing tool called PodSqueeze. And we take those episodes and we feed those into PodSqueeze. And PodSqueeze turns and comes back with the full transcript of the episode. It comes back with ideas for uh, catchy topics, for posting, for marketing. We translate that and take the material from PodSqueeze and pop that into AI, either into Claude or into ChatGPT, and create a full blog post from it that auto generates and posts as well as uh, we take the transcript and break that down into posts for LinkedIn, Instagram, and whatnot. So everything on our social is reliant on PodSqueeze to do its job well. As long as PodSqueeze continues to do its job well, we then have everything we need for all of our social media and for all of our posting and for our blog on our website, all from just uh using PodSqueeze. PodSqueeze is an incredible tool and it's been, it saved us countless hours. Well, Lee, that's, that's really great to hear. Uh, how, how was your life before PodSqueeze? I'm curious, like how would you do all of these assets before? This is an embarrassing part. Uh, <laughs> I had, I had three people wow. <laughs> helping me do it all. Now uh, AI is able to do over 90% of that work for us. So we didn't let those three people go. We moved them on to other things, right. but it just freed up their time to do other important engagements. So now we have additional people to help with sales, additional people to help with administrative functions that we didn't have before. So right. it, it really has, it, it, it has changed the complexion of our business completely. Wow. That's, that's really great to hear. And it's really also our mission to help podcasters to focus on they, what they really love to do, which is creating content. And it's great that you found other roles also for these people. Um, so what, what is your advice or, or the technique that worked best to grow the podcast? I guess I would have three tips. So there's three tips to grow your podcast. The first one is be smart about what you choose to podcast on topic wise. Make sure that you have some type of vetting system in place to make sure that you're hitting your target audience. And I think that boils down to something that I learned a long time ago from Spotify. And it was uh, the ability to identify your targeted persona. And I know that most people struggle with that uh, in the podcast world because they want their podcast to be relevant to everyone. The secret to getting a good podcast is to not try to be relevant to everyone. Right. Try to pick your niche audience first, and then you can grow from that niche audience. So that's that's advice number one. Really good. Advice one. number two is keep it short and to the point. 
Don't try to make a 45 minute or an hour or two hour podcast. Okay. Here's another quick fact. A lot of our episodes, the average runtime is nine minutes, eight to nine minutes, 10 minutes. But we have people who listen for, we're, we're, we're tracking about 70 to 76% for most episodes, for, mo- for most listeners. Now we have some loyal listeners who listen, you know, start to finish. But when you think that people are only listening to a small portion of what you have anyway, for something that size. Can you imagine if, so 75%, let's just say, of 20 minutes would be 15 minutes. If people are only listening to 15 out of 20 minutes, if you create an hour episode, they're only listening to 20 minutes. That means you've wasted 40 minutes of someone's time or 40 minutes of your own time with content that doesn't matter. Focus in on that content that matters. And once you understand your audience, it's going to be easier to make your podcast shorter. And then third is don't be afraid to host or invite other people onto your podcast and never decline an invitation to appear on someone else's podcast. Okay. Uh, It's just, it's so important to do that because in this world, when people hear you, they'll say, wow, you know, you're, you're, you're really great on a mic or you're a good podcaster and and they'll want to hear more of what you have to say. But at the same time, even in this example, you know, uh, and I, I want to make sure I emphasize this in no way am I being compensated or reimbursed for this, but it gives me an opportunity to talk about how much I love the tool that you provide and how good of a service it has been for me and for our organization. And I think that that's a win-win. And I think many people miss out on that because they're afraid that their competitor might say something to give them a competitive edge or whatever the case may be. I will let anyone on my podcast, anyone. And it's, it's just amazing because so many people have gifts. And I think sometimes we take those for granted. We need to get to the point where we allow those people in so we can have, you know, strong uh, background and experts that people can lean yeah. on. Because sometimes people don't want to just hear my voice. They want to hear what somebody else has to say. Exactly. Well. Yeah. And it's also up to us, the hosts, to extract the best out of every, every guest. Right. So everyone Agreed. has something interesting, interesting to say. That's, that's really great advice. And I think a lot of uh, our listeners will learn from this. Now let's go to something more juicy. Do you remember what uh-huh. was the most memorable episode, either because it was funny or sad or complicated, something really interesting uh, about your journey? So, yeah, I do. Actually, so one of the things about our podcast is every Monday through Thursday, we try to stick to something that's business relevant or business related. But every Friday, we try to hit a spiritual uplifting topic, something okay. that's going to help you uh, just be a better person, sharpen, sharpen your own personal skills so that you can be a better communicator, be more empathetic, those type of things. Uh, and what we found was, uh, and this, by the way, is our number one episode. Uh, it's called I Get Knocked Down, But I Get Up Again. And oh, it's a Chumbawamba, Chumbawamba episode, yes. <laughs> right? So, uh, but, but it was about something that happened to me personally. So, uh, so I'll give you the rundown, the elevator pitch, if you will. Uh, I was at the Walt Disney Company, and this was right after COVID when they were reopening. And they were reopening Tom Sawyer's Island. And on Tom Sawyer's Island at Disney World, they have, uh, they have it's, it's rugged. It's rugged terrain. They have, uh, you know, trails and whatnot that you walk down. Right. They have some uneven surfaces. But um, when we were going back and looking at it, uh, I was there with a whole group of cast, and the island was closed to the public. So it was just a group of cast, which are the people who work for Disney and myself. And I was there coaching. And 
one of the young ladies turned around and said, man, all this loose gravel, somebody's going to fall and kill themselves if we don't get this cleaned up. I said, don't say that because that person's going to be me. And wouldn't you know it, not 30 seconds later, I did a Superman dive and flew. Wow. <laughs> Scraped up both of my knees all the way from the knees down to the shin. I'm talking skin hanging off. You could see a oh. bone. I mean, it was it was bad. It was just, it was rough. It was rugged. And uh, I guess the people who were with Disney just didn't realize because they were in conversation and kept walking. So I was alone. Oh. And I, I'm sitting there on the ground alone with this dirt and debris. And it was, it was just, it was crazy. <laughs> And, um, and a family came over and I'll never forget it. It was a guy and a young lady and they had two children and they were like, Oh yeah, you know, you okay. Everything. All right. Let me help you up. You know, I'm just like, and I thought nothing of it. I'm like, Hey, you know, and a young lady, she was very tiny and uh, she reached down and grabbed my hand and I'm a large guy. And she just pulled me up like it was no problem. You know, she had a first aid kit. She tended to my wound just a little bit. And I'm just like, what, what on earth is this all about? And, um, you know, she says, Oh, you better get going. Those guys are waiting for you. And she walked off in the opposite direction, but then it hit me. There was no guest on the Island. It was only the cast and me. Wow. So I was just like, who is this person? <laughs> they were all dressed in white. Who is this person? Where did they come from? It was just one of those like miracle things. And when I got to catch up with the group, they were like, you know, where did you get this treatment from? You know, what happened to you? Is everything okay? And I'm just like, I don't know how to explain this. It was just one of those weird paranormal, I don't know how to explain it situations. But um, I ended up going to the first aid there, the real first aid. And they were like, yeah, you're lucky. You know, if, if somebody hadn't taken care of that right away, you know, you could have had some really bad bleeding and maybe passed out. You know, they said it was good that someone took care of you. But it was just one of those things that it was crazy. So I guess from a spiritual perspective, that was my most memorable episode. And then I think from a business perspective, uh, I had an episode where I talked about three lessons that I learned from Richard Branson. Wow. And uh, that was probably one of my most memorable episodes there. And I think the takeaway from that one is short. It's that we need to stop looking through. So there's a famous quote that says, in order for you to understand people, you need to walk a mile in their shoes. Right. That's not the, that's not the whole quote. The whole quote is an Indian proverb. It says, not only do you have to walk a mile in your shoes, but you have to remember to take your own shoes off first so that you're not walking with bias. And uh, the quote from Richard Branson was uh, something along the lines of, we need to understand that people are incredible and they have great talents and skills and we need to stop judging people. And uh, my reply was, that it's time for us to take off the glasses that blind us, whether it's the media, social media, other people's thoughts and perspectives, stop judging people based on who they love, who they vote for, where they live, you know, who they worship. None of that should matter that we need to treat people with dignity and respect. And it's time for us to take the fabric of our story and intertwine with fabric of other people's stories and create a tapestry called life. Mm. And uh, when we get to that point and start looking at people for who they really are, that's when the world's going to be a better place. And, he just smiled and walked away. But then later he had one of his podcast episodes that he published about his conversation with me and quoted me in his podcast. So it was, it was just crazy. So, uh, so that was just such an incredible blessing. Wow. That's a, there's a lot to unpack here. Uh, so you never found out who was that lady that helped you. Nobody, they said no one else was on the Island. Okay. So So you got that story and you created an episode about it. Is that it? I did. Yeah, I created the episode about it. And and my hope was to teach people that having faith is okay. 
that, you know, being a person of faith and having faith is okay. And it doesn't matter who you worship or what religion right. it is, but, but having faith and having something that grounds you is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And wow. that if you allow it to be a good thing and you're a spiritual person, then amazing things can happen, even miracles. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's very interesting, Lee. Uh, to finish things off, let's say someone is just starting out their podcasting journey. Uh, also, maybe in the same area, right? Agile, business, coaching. What would mm-hmm. be the advice? Like the one advice, you could only give one advice. What would you tell them? Don't be afraid to ask questions. Even if you fail, don't be afraid to ask questions. If you treat each time you fail as a first attempt in learning, F-A-I-L, right. <laughs> instead of you know looking at yourself and saying, oh my goodness, I failed, or I blew this, or I biffed this, or I messed up this topic, there's always an opportunity for you to investigate, ask questions, and explore. If you ask the right questions, whether you're starting a podcast, whether you're starting a business, whether you're on your journey, it's all about asking the right questions. And that's what makes not only an excellent person, but an excellent podcast host as well. Yes. Uh, having the correct questions to ask and getting that right information is what really makes it all coalesce. And that's what makes people interested in listening. That's what makes people want more. That's what, that's what makes people hungry. You know, uh, there's so many stories I can tell about the flag behind me, about the Disney artifacts, about different trips I've been on. I mean, and each one of those are in their own a podcast episode. How I was gifted these headphones. Yeah, <laughs> uh, There's just, there, there, there are hundreds and hundreds of episodes. And I think that if you're just starting out, don't overlook that opportunity to ask the questions. And if you get an idea, write it down. Because it will, I can't tell you how many times I'm sitting here and I go, that would make a good podcast episode. That's, right? that's great. Don't be afraid to ask questions. That's a great advice for a lot of the podcasters, not only the ones starting out, but the ones that are already seasoned this in, in this uh, industry. Uh, Lee, thank you so much. Tell us where can we find your podcast? Where can we find you, your socials? Share everything with us. Sure. Absolutely. So uh, the best way is anything Agile Dad, right? So you can Google Agile Dad and it'll all come up for you. If you're looking for the podcast specifically, dailystanduppodcast.com is the website there. Or you can go to agiledad.com slash podcast, brings you to the same place. And then it has links to all the different outlets that you can listen to the podcast on. Uh, If you're looking for us in general, it's just agiledad.com. Agile Dad on all the socials, A-G-I-L-E-D-A-D on all the socials. Uh, and if you're looking for us on Instagram, that's the only one that's different. And it's uh, agile underscore coach because we are agile coaches. So uh, so that is the key there to get to us. But I, I just want to make sure before we leave that I say thank you. I know that your time is valuable. And for you to carve out a few minutes to spend with me, I, I really appreciate it. So thank you for doing that. Thank you're you. awesome, Diego. Thank you very much, Lee. And all the links will be also in the show notes of this episode. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. This podcast is brought to you by PodSqueeze, an essential tool for podcasters that creates show notes, timestamps, clips, and more. Visit PodSqueeze.com and use the code PODCASTER for 20% discount in the first three months. That is all for now. See you in the next episode of Lessons from a Podcaster.